This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. You're listening to The Daily Crunch. Today's story is brought to you by Deloitte. If you see an IPO on your horizon, be sure you also see the steps to get there. Deloitte helps companies prepare for their IPOs with insight-yielding audits and readiness programs based on years of IPO experience. Deloitte.com slash US slash EGC. Flying taxis could be more efficient than gas and electric cars on long-distance trips. By Devin Caldaway. Flying cars definitely sound cool, but whether they're actually a good idea is up for debate. Fortunately, they do seem to have some surefire benefits, among which you can now count improved efficiency, in theory and on long trips, but it's something. Air travel takes an enormous amount of energy, since you have to lift something heavy into the air and keep it there for a good while. This is often faster, but rarely more efficient than ground transportation, which lets gravity do the hard work. Of course, once an aircraft gets up to altitude, it cruises at high speed with little friction to contend with. And whether you're going 100 feet or 500 miles, you only have to take off once. So, University of Michigan researchers thought there might be a sweet spot where taking a flying car might actually save energy. Turns out there is, kind of. The team published their results today in Nature Communications. The UM engineers made an efficiency model for both ground transport and for electric vertical takeoff and landing, VTOL, aircraft, based on specs from aerospace companies working on them. Our model represents general trends in the VTOL space and uses parameters from multiple studies and aircraft designs to specify weight, lift-to-drag ratio, and battery-specific energy said study co-author Noah Furbush in a UM News release. They looked at how these various theoretical vehicles performed when taking various numbers of people various distances, comparing energy consumed. As you might imagine, flying isn't very practical for going a mile or two, since you use up all that energy getting to altitude and then have to come right back down. But at the 100-kilometer mark, about 62 miles, things look a little different. For a 100-kilometer trip, a single passenger in a flying car uses 35% less energy than a gas-powered car, but still 28% more than an electric vehicle. In fact, the flying car is better than the gas one starting at around 40 kilometers, but it never really catches up with the EVs for efficiency, though it gets close. To make it better, they had to juice the numbers a bit, making the assumption that flying taxis would be more likely to operate at full capacity with a pilot and three passengers, while ground vehicles were unlikely to have their average occupancy of 1.5 people change much. With that in mind, they found that a 100-kilometer trip with three passengers just barely beats the per-person efficiency of EVs. 
That may seem like a bit of a thin victory, but keep in mind that the flying car would be making the trip in likely a quarter of the time, unaffected by traffic and other issues. Plus, there's the view. It's all theoretical right now, naturally, but studies like this help companies looking to get into this business decide how their service will be organized and marketed. Reality might look a little different from theory, but I'll take any reality with flying cars. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 